the doctor ordered. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I am Deb Creer, and I'm the socialite. I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And I am so excited today because my guest is calling from a very long way away. She's actually calling from, as we say, across the pond, very near Manchester in the United Kingdom. So welcome, Sue. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I hope my son's okay. Um, it sounds good. Um, good. You know, we'll... We'll just kind of work our way through this. It sounds good on my end, and we'll have the radio station tell us if it's not good on your on, on their end. But let me go ahead before we start and tell everybody just a little bit about you. So Sue Worthington works alongside her son and business partner, Daniel Worthington. They are in the United Kingdom, as I said, near Manchester, where she has been working online since 2010 with Daniel joining her just a year ago. <clears throat> Excuse me. She has always specialized in social media and work online and offline marketing to help people use social media effectively. She and Daniel have also created information products and have two best-selling products. One is called the Social Traffic Dashboard, which is exactly as the name suggests and takes you on a journey around getting traffic using social media. And the other one is called the Power of Plus, which takes you from zero to hero on how to use Google Plus. So again, welcome, Sue. Thank you for having me, Deb. I'm delighted to be here. Great, great. Well, you know, you got to love technology because you're in the United Kingdom. I'm in Atlanta, and the station is in Denver. So, you know, we can make anything work here. <laughs> Amazing. The power of technology. It's wonderful. wonderful. Great, great. Well, and, and, of course, the power of social media because that's how you and I virtually met. You know, obviously, we've never met in person, um, but... So we met through social media, and I've been enjoying following your posts. I signed up for your newsletter, and we'll let people uh, learn a little bit more about that later. But, you know, it just goes to show that you can use social media, in particular Facebook, LinkedIn, you know, all of those, those accounts, to really reach people around the world. And that's part of what I want to talk to you about today. That's so true. I've made so many friends. So many friends just virtually, and and some of them I've met subsequently, some mm -hmm. not. But I all I consider them all to be my friends. It's fantastic. Right, right. You know, and, and of course I always tell people, if at all possible, take those online meetings offline and, and meet in person. But you know, that's that's really not always possible. So you know, it, it is a great way though to be able to connect with people. You know, and, and one of the things I have people tell me is, well, they only want to connect with people locally. And, you know, maybe it's because they're a local business, a restaurant, a bookstore, something like that. But then I remind them, you never know who those other mm -hmm. people are connected to. So, you know, you might be, uh, you know, I might be connected to you, obviously, but then you might be connected with some really important people here in the United States that I need to know. So it's, it's always good to expand those connections. Absolutely. Uh, people ask me that question a lot with LinkedIn. 
in particular. Mm-hmm. I find that local business owners use LinkedIn a lot and they don't mm-hmm. want to connect with people who are directly outside their area and I try to persuade them that they should do really. Right, right. You know, and, and I always tell people it's not who you're connected with, it's who yes. your connections are connected with that are really uh, yeah, so important. Totally. Yeah, right. absolutely. Well, we're going to really focus today on Facebook, um, and Sue has some, some great uh, products and services on her website that, that talk about other platforms, and, and we'll talk about those in a, in a little bit. But, you know, we really want to focus on Facebook, um, in particular because, you know, as we've seen, Facebook changes. You know, it seems like every single time we log in, they've changed things. And more importantly, like, it's very frustrating for businesses. Because they post and they post and they post and they feel like, you know, there's, there's nobody hearing their posts, nobody doing anything. So, you know, that's one of the things that Sue really focuses on. And that's why I wanted to talk to her about it, because there are still so many valuable ways to connect with people through Facebook uh, using your, your business page. And let's start by really talking about a marketing plan. And, and Sue has a 10-step Facebook marketing plan. So, Sue, why don't you walk us through the basics of a Facebook marketing plan? Okay, Deb, I can do that. Now, I think you're right. Most people, certainly the people in my community, I'm sure the people in yours, they're, they're really struggling with Facebook at the moment because they have certainly made the biggest change ever, I think, in, in, in that the one that's had the biggest impact, certainly, and the one that's had the most talk and most complaints and frustrations. Mm-hmm. Because Facebook have changed their algorithms or right. they've changed the people, the number of people who see our posts in our mm-hmm. news feed. Um, that's drastically reduced and everywhere, everyone's been speaking about that. A lot mm-hmm. of people, I think, have been tempted to abandon Facebook because of that. Right. But Facebook have been very open about it and stated mm-hmm. that fewer people do see our posts. And there are hundreds, if not thousands, of factors which are going into determining who sees those posts in the newsfeed. Now, mm-hmm. I always think that maybe it's not realistic that you're going to see everyone's content. I mean, I have more than 2,000 friends and then about 4,000 fans. So really, I'm not mm-hmm. going to see all the thousands of pieces of content that are going through the newsfeed. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that is realistic. However, it's drastically reduced. But what we'll show is posts from people with whom I have relationships, my mm-hmm. friends, pages I like, anything I comment or like or share. So this is where that all-important engagement kicks in. The more you interact with people and pages, the more you'll see from that people or page. That's the theory anyway. Right. So Facebook do decide what we see based on our relationships and our interactions. Mm-hmm. And we have to, con- us Facebook people are constantly testing and tweaking and trying to decide which posts get the best results and which get the most engagement. And I mean, it's so confusing, isn't it? Do images do right. best? Should we ask questions? Mm-hmm. Should we use text? Should we have contests? Oh my mm-hmm. goodness, it's confusing for everyone, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And um I mean, we have the two news feeds. We have our personal page and we have our um, business page as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're c- kind of do- competing for that ever-decreasing um, space in the news feed. And businesses have spent the last few years really desperately trying everything to get likes to the pages, mm-hmm. thinking that those people will see the post, but then Facebook go and pull the rug out from under us and say, nope, you're going to have to pay. Mm-hmm. And um, 
not necessarily a bad thing. Um, I mean, Facebook is saying that the fan pages are growing and growing. The base of fan pages is growing hugely. And I do get that. There's less space. Mm-hmm. So to get priority, we need to pay for that privilege. Right. So that we ensure that those posts, you know, show to our, our the audience we, we, we have. Mm-hmm. However, the most cynical among us would say that it's just to get money from us. And of course, that, that <laughs> is a factor, isn't it? That right. is a big factor. But um, I think we are at the stage where we do need to seriously consider paying for advertising. Mm-hmm. Because people don't want to give up on Facebook. People have said they're going to, but I think it's a big, big thing to give up on. Mm-hmm. Um, because people want to cling on to the hope that things will improve. And I'm afraid they're only going to improve if you start to consider that advertising. And mm-hmm. I think people are slowly coming round to the idea of that. But again, it's a big issue because people don't know where to start, do they? Right. But just because Facebook have changed their algorithms, I don't think you should abandon your page or simply give up. And I want mm-hmm. to give some really useful tips for getting that plan together to, to move forward with this. What is a big problem for most people? Mm-hmm. And it, it's a huge mind shift. But if you knew that you could generate revenue, say you could generate $100 for every $30 you spend on ads, you, you'd do that all day long. Oh, definitely. Um, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. But you can do that if you have all the pieces in place with, with a great page, an active page, and a willingness mm-hmm. to make that leap and that investment in ads. But very importantly, a solid sales funnel in place with a strategy and a plan for your results. Right. So I hope I can now start to tell you how to create that plan and more importantly, start to create that sales funnel. Mm-hmm. So shall we start that now, Deb? Right, you know, and, and I think you know, before we before we jump in, a couple quick things. Um, okay. You know, one of the things that people hesitate at is when they hear "pay for ads," they mm-hmm. think, "Oh my gosh," mm-hmm. you know, and and it's really fairly inexpensive to have sponsored posts and, and advertising. <clears throat> you know, clearly you need to know your product line and know, you know, okay, can I sell one thing that's $100 on $30 in, in ads and, and all those various things. But we're not talking about thousands and thousands of dollars here. I mean, you know, you can run some pretty effective campaigns for a very inexpensive amount. And the, the cool thing is you can target it. So, you know, you're not showing it to people who really don't care and, you know, you're wasting your money. But, you know, I think when we really start talking about advertising, we need people to understand this is not break the bank type of money. You know, this is something that is very affordable and, you know, and and you want to do it. But, you know, so now now that we know, okay, we're not going to, you know, it's not going to cost us a small fortune. Let's talk about those 10 steps that you've got. Okay. Because you're right, you can start with very little. And then, if it works, then you can put more in there. Right. But find, find how it works with, with a small amount of money. Because it's important to get people off Facebook and onto our own email list. This is a really crucial step because on Facebook, we build mm-hmm. the relationships. But with, when they're on our email list, we nurture those relationships and ah. convert them to leads and sales. Mm-hmm. So that's the secret, really, because people, most people are on Facebook to socialize. So that's mm-hmm. why your your posting has to be social and not just salesy, as, mm-hmm. as with every social media platform. Right. So we want to create a marketing plan, but a plan which also builds a sales funnel, which can lead people naturally to our email list. So mm-hmm. my system is called Create Time for Facebook. So each letter stands for a different task to focus on. 
kind of, um, it's kind of um, a good acronym for, for the system, really. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start with C, and we're going to go through each letter in the create time. Okay. In the two words, create time, which gives us 10 steps. Great. So I hope we've got time to fit them all in. (laughs) We do. We'll have to, you know, at some point we'll have to take a quick commercial break, but let's just jump right in and, and, and start on these. Okay. So let's start with C for create your presence. Make sure that your page is looking its best. You want it to be attractive to your target audience and you want all the links to your other properties in place there too, because you want people to be able to find you everywhere. Mm-hmm. Also, a big tip is to have a link to your page on your personal profile so that right. people who know you by name mm-hmm. have a way to easily locate your page too. And many people miss that important step, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do this, as you know, Deb, in your About section. And, and I don't know how you find it, but many people get to my page from that link. So I think it's worth yes. doing that. Mm-hmm. And, and make sure you keep up to date with the constantly changing rules around what you can have on your header. And change mm-hmm. your header image often. Keep it, keep it fresh and relevant to your latest products. You can promote your latest products on that header. Mm-hmm. Because it's important to have your page looking for business. Because when you do start to run those ads, they run from your page. So people are going to see your page. Mm-hmm. You need to make it look as professional as you can. Mm-hmm. But also in the, in the create part of the system, you should create your irresistible free offer. All businesses have something that they can give for free. And and that is the very first part of your sales funnel. So it's really important to get this right. And that free offer should be aligned and and Mm -hmm. lead prospects to your paid offer. Right. And ideally solve a problem that your ideal clients probably have. And it should be really valuable, almost, you know, worth paying for, really. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. So that, you know, if you're giving away really valuable information, it's got to make those uh, readers want to find out more about you and how else you can help them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if you're stuck and wondering what to create for a free offer, if you have a paid product already, you can maybe take out a chapter or a module of that product and offer that ah. up front for free. Mm-hmm. I think that works well. And another important part of your create, um, the create part of the system is to create a landing page or an opt-in page for that mm-hmm. offer. And mm-hmm. the there are many ways to create that, but the one that I use, actually, I use Optimize Press. I don't know if you've heard of that one, everyone, but it's a, mm. it's a WordPress template theme. Mm-hmm. And we find that serves us well. I can highly recommend that. But mm-hmm. for a free op- option, you can create a simple page on your blog and use your form from your autoresponder, which to build a list, you need an autoresponder service mm-hmm. like Aweber. Right. So you can use their templates. Mm-hmm. So there's and no MailChimp. you don't have to pay a lot of money. Yep, right. And, you know, MailChimp works the same way. And, and Yes, you know, MailChimp. Yep, and, and, you know, I'm looking at your website right now, and your free thing is uh, 10 free videos, which, I mean, that sounds very cool. And like you said, that is something that people would pay to watch. So then when you give it to them for free, they're more than happy to give you their email address. Yes, yes. I do have a lot more free offers, but that one on the front of my blog, yes, that is mm-hmm. get, that gets opt-ins every single day. Right. So, yes, it's really crucial. That is the first part of your lead generation system. So, so really, that is the first part of your sales funnel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you can, we'll, we'll talk later about how you can actually put that uh, into Facebook, that, that right. opt-in form. Mm-hmm. 
Well, the next part of the system is um, R for research. Now, mm-hmm. it sounds dull and boring, and people want to jump right in and get posting, <laughs> don't they? Mm-hmm. But it also helps to do some research about what others in your industry are doing. It can give mm-hmm. you inspiration, and it can give you inspiration about what you want to do, perhaps do, but also about what you don't want to do. And right. even if you've been um, using Facebook or social media for a while, um, it, it's often worth taking a little step back and assessing your current situation and deciding mm-hmm. what's working best for you. And I always say to people, make a list of five of your Facebook competitor pages, pages that are really successful and study what they are doing. Because their fans, if they're in the same niche as you, their fans are going to be your potential fans as well. Right. So go to the pages and note what appeals to you. Study the posts and what engagement they get on the different types of posts. And look out for their news feed ads and study them. Make a note of how you can adapt their practices to suit your business because we're not into reinventing the wheel, are we? We want to do what works. Mm-hmm. And it's not really a big chore to, to research on Facebook. In fact, you can get quite immersed in it, can't you, looking at Facebook pages? Mm-hmm. Right. The whole day can whiz by. Mm-hmm. But it, this research does prove invaluable, not only for your posting activities, but also when you come to build out that sales funnel and, and create mm-hmm. those ads. So really, don't skimp on the research part, even though it sounds a bit dull. Right. Well, and, and I want to highlight that again. Look at your competitors. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's, I have so many people that tell me that they don't want to do that. And I say, why? Yes. You know, and, and, you know, I like the, the pages of my competitors because – you know, I want to see what they're doing. And, and yes, is, you know, are they probably going to like me and maybe take stuff from me? Well, you know, sure, there is that possibility. Yeah. But yeah. you can learn so much by what they're doing. Um, you know, as you mentioned, you know, if they're posting and they're successful with it, obviously don't, don't steal from them. But if, say, for example, they're uh, posting graphics that always get a lot of interaction, then think about how using graphics on your page can work. Um, you know, and, and so there's, you know, definitely check out your competition. Definitely, definitely. But I do know that most people do resist that, don't they, like you said? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's two steps. Now our next step is E for evaluating your objectives. Now, another tedious boring thing if you look at it on the face of it but if you've ever worked in the corporate world you may have heard of smart objectives mm-hmm. now when you start a business you probably create a business plan so for facebook and social media you should also have a plan and, right. and creating an ob- objective is a big part of every plan mm-hmm. and if those objectives can be specific and measurable achievable realistic and time-bound that's the letters in the smart um mm-hmm. so specific and related to each outcome you want, measurable so that you can see when you reach each goal, mm-hmm. achievable in that they shouldn't be too easy but not too difficult, just enough to stretch you a little, Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and your objectives should be realistic for you personally to achieve. I mean, it's no use setting an objective to achieve mm-hmm. something which you know is impossible for you personally mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Um, and then time-bound so that you can measure and see the results. Mm-hmm. For example, just as a quick example of the difference between a smart objective and a non-smart one, a non-smart one, you might say, I want to build my engagement on Facebook. Well, instead, you could say, 
in one month, I will aim to be receiving five likes and three shares on every post I make. Mm -hmm. So it immediately becomes, it sounds more attainable, it becomes specific, and it can be easy to measure as well. Right. So you can you can achieve it and, and celebrate that achievement when it happens. Mm -hmm. If you just say, I want to build my engagement, you might never achieve that. Right. And is so, that one? Is that a hundred? Is that, you know, yeah, you, you have to add those numbers in there in order yes. to, to make sure that you've reached your goals. Yeah. Yes. Really important because social media can sometimes be a bit difficult to, to measure the success of. So put some numbers in there if you can. And, and, and you know, you, you, it spurs you on to do greater things, doesn't it, if you achieve something. Right. Right. So it is useful to formulate that type of objective. Um, and also when you start to create ads, you need to put uh, an objective in place for your ads because you want mm -hmm. to measure the results. of. If you're spending money, you certainly want to measure oh, results. Definitely. Right, right. So which kind of brings us on to, um, to ads now. We mentioned earlier that it's becoming more and more inevitable that we start to use Facebook ads. So A is for ads. And if you're just okay. starting maybe what you're thinking, what the simplest way is to create your very first ad. Cool. I'm going to okay. jump in here for a second because we do need okay. to take a break. Okay. Um, so when we come back, we're going to talk about ads because, you know, yes. that, that is something that, that, you know, as Sue has mentioned several times, unfortunately, it's a fact of life now. If you really want Facebook to work for you, you need to think about ads. So that's why I want to make sure that we've got plenty of time to talk about it. So I am Deb Creer. I'm talking with Sue Worthington, and we are on Mile High Radio. We'll be back in just a moment. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. More stimulating talk radio. MileHighRadio.com Not quite seven years of age, Aaliyah had developed a fever that wouldn't go away, along with an arm pain that caused too many tears. A late-night trip to the ER revealed the news that no parent wants to hear. Aaliyah had cancer. Leukemia. Her two-year treatment plan turned into five and a half years of chemo, oral and IV meds, appointments, ER visits, days, weeks, and months in the hospital, infections, side effects, multiple surgeries, a bone marrow transplant, and much more. Even though Aaliyah never gave up her battle, God realized that it was an unfair fight. On July 9, 2010, the cancer died and Aaliyah went to heaven. We've all been touched by cancer one way or another, but cancer should never be allowed to touch our children. None of us can do everything, but all of us can do something. Together, we can fight to eradicate childhood cancers. Please support Aim to Cure in their effort to eliminate childhood cancer. Click on their logo on our website and give what you can. Aim to Cure has no overhead costs, so all money goes to research and public awareness programs. Please give today so that other children will have a tomorrow. One hundred and fifty million people suffer from headaches. All you want is for the pounding in your head to stop. 
Migralex stops the pounding. Migralex was developed by a neurologist and founder of the New York Headache Center. I'm neurologist Dr. Alex Mauskop. After studying and researching the human brain for 25 years, I've developed Migralex, which eliminates pounding headaches. It works for my patients, and I'm so convinced it will work for you. I don't just guarantee it. I put my name on it. Dr. Mauskop's Migralex gets rid of headaches fast without harsh caffeine, sodium, or preservatives. Migralex works unbelievably fast and it's gentle on my stomach. Find out how to get your free bottle of Migralex. Call 800-547-6279. Plus, if you're one of the first 100 callers, you'll also receive the Migralex Quick Tips to Headache Relief absolutely free. That's 800-547-6279. Or go to MigralexRelief.com. M-I-G-R-A-L-E-X Relief.com. Or call 800-547-6279. More stimulating talk radio. MileHighRadio.com. We're back. I am Deb Prier, and I'm having a great time talking with Sue Worthington about how businesses really can utilize Facebook, even with all the changes that Facebook has made. So before we jump back in, Sue, I want to give you a chance to tell people how to connect with you because you've got some great resources on your website and on your Facebook page, all those various things. So how do people find you? Okay, I think the easiest way to find me is to go to my blog, which is at getsocialforbusiness.com forward slash blog, and you'll find me there. You'll also find me, of course, on Facebook if you put my name in there. You should find me. But um, if you go to my blog, as you said, there are some free offers on there, and I'm actually going to put on there the actual mind map that goes with this system that I'm outlining for you. So I'm going to let people, because I'm worried that we're not going to get to the end. I hope we will. I know. um, I'll I'll put that link on there for people. Perfect. Sounds great. Well, as you mentioned, we've been going through the 10 steps of Facebook marketing plan, and we've done C for create, R for research, and E for evaluate. So now A is for ads. So let's just jump right in. Okay. Now, I think... If you've never done an ad before, probably the easiest ad to do is a promoted page post. Mm -hmm. And you can do that by boosting a page on your post, or you can go to the ads manager to do it. But basically, it is a post. So create a post, tell Mm -hmm. people about your free offer, talk about your free offer and put a link in there, create a really nice image, and -hmm. you can boost it from your page. Or what is better, really, is to do that from the ads manager. Mm-hmm. Because in the ads manager, you can get more targeting options and placement mm-hmm. options. Um, and in there, as we mentioned before about competitor pages, you can target those competitor pages and actually mm-hmm. put your ads in front of those competitors. Mm-hmm. So remember identifying those in the research phase. Well, when you create a Facebook ad, you can actually enter into the targeting section pages of your competitors. So you know you're targeting people who are interested in your topic. Wow. So each of these steps in the system kind of links together and overlaps. Mm-hmm. And you'll see that more. Let's move on to the target market next, T. Okay. Because I'm sure you agree that many business owners, when you ask them who their target market is, they mm-hmm. say everyone. And it's <laughs> oh, never know. everyone, is it? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, 
customers who you're aiming your marketing efforts to, and it's really good to create a customer avatar. So you want to know as much about them as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, it does make your marketing much easier, establishing mm-hmm. a detailed picture of who mm-hmm. you're speaking to. And again, that research on the Facebook pages, you can actually go to those pages and see the types of people that are interacting with those pages. I mean, that's the beauty of Facebook. You can find out so much about the people who are fans of the pages, not just about the pages themselves, just by going mm-hmm. to study what people are saying. Um, because don't forget, those people who interact on your competitors' pages are likely to be your target audience. Right. Mm-hmm. So focus on, when you're identifying your target market as well and speaking to them, focus on the benefits of your products and service. Uh, people mm-hmm. buy from the person that they think is the best at solving the problems. Mm-hmm. So demonstrate your knowledge of how to solve those problems with your, your content on your page. Right. So step one of defining your target market is is to define the benefits of your products and services. So, you know, be specific about that. And and then in step two, create that ideal picture. Even give the person a name. You Mm -hmm. want to know their age, their gender, where they live, what they're interested in. You want to know as much about these people as possible. Mm -hmm. And that information is all out there. So, again, that research does come in useful. Mm -hmm. And when you come to do your ads, the better you know your target audience, the better your ads will perform. So having those targeted ads correctly targeted will reduce the cost of the ads and right. increase the conversions and make mm-hmm. more sales. Mm-hmm. So this research is important. So the next well, and and you mentioned that you know so many people say everyone is their target market, and that yes. is that is so wrong. Because, yeah. you know, think of, of, you know, anybody, Walmart, Starbucks, you know, whatever your big box stores are in the United Kingdom, you know, they're not trying to reach every single person in the world. And they know they're not. So, you know, or television advertising, another great example. You know, they're going to advertise to the people who are most likely watching those TV shows. So you're not going to see something that is, you know, for senior citizens during Sunday morning cartoons. Um, you know, and, and yeah. so that's really keep that in mind. And as Sue mentioned, create that little avatar. I actually have two little dolls that sit on my desk that represent who that target audience is. And so when I write a post... I, I write it like I'm talking to them, you know, which seems a little little corny, but you know, well, it really does work. That's a good idea. That, that's so cool, yeah. <laughs> so great. Okay. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. I like that. I'm going to get some dolls. <laughs> <laughs> e is for engagement next. Now, mm-hmm. that word that everyone talks about and is so important on social media because mm-hmm. we all want people to engage with our posts. But what, what does that mean for Facebook? Mm-hmm. Well, it means getting your posts shared, liked and commented on because that puts those posts higher in the news feed. Right. Um, so it's really important. Mm-hmm. And to do that, to engage your audience, you have to offer valuable, interesting, relevant content and consistently. And mm-hmm. my number one tip, and you mentioned this earlier, Deb, to increase engagement, use more visual social content. Mm-hmm. It's really important, and it could have a strategy all of its own, because images are what gets that engagement. Mm-hmm. Images definitely get, apparently, 53% more shares and likes than the average post. 
Right. And you want things that get shared more. And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be difficult to create those images. It doesn't have to be um, be difficult. I mean, images, it's not just for Facebook. Um, images do well on Twitter as well now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even on LinkedIn, images right. always perform best. Mm-hmm. So it is highly likely that your ideal client is engaging with visual content. Mm-hmm. And, and images drive traffic because when you see images that appeal to you, you're much more likely to, to click a link on an image. And that's why also in your ads, images are really important. They have the ability to drive the traffic to those links in the images. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not needn't be that difficult um, to create original imagery. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether you, you do, you create yours, but I use PicMonkey. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not I'm not um, a Photoshop expert by mm-hmm. any means, um, and I don't intend to be. But uh, use PicMonkey, also Canva, Canva.com mm-hmm. right. is absolutely amazing. Have you used that, Deb? It's wonderful. I have, you know, and and it makes it so easy because you know, maybe you buy the image, and you know, we want to make sure that we're telling people, you know, don't go off to the internet and steal the image, or you know, take your own picture, you know, and and so you've got the the rights to use this, and then just add a little bit of you know text to it to catch somebody's attention, or yeah. you know, all of those various things. Because think about when you're in your own Facebook feed. What catches your attention are the pictures, you know, because there's text, 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 picture. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to. And so you at least pause on the pictures. So you really want to add a little bit there to convince people, you know, why they want to stop and and look at at, uh, what your post is. Mm -hmm. And your posting should be, uh, yeah, there shouldn't be all images. Obviously, it should be a mix of of Mm -hmm. different types of posts. But you shouldn't be advertising your services in every post. Right. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. only once every every few po- you know, every ten posts mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. But right. that engagement comes from interesting stuff, not mm-hmm. from your sales stuff. It comes from interesting content, and images are more interesting to people. Mm-hmm. And again, let's go back to the target market bit now, because if you've created your ideal client avatar and visualizing Deb's dolls on her desk now. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking to her dolls on her desk, you want to produce images that resonate with that target audience. Right. You know, if mm-hmm. you're speaking to women, you can put more feminine images out there. If you're speaking to men, you know what I mean? You need the image that goes with the person you're speaking to. Mm-hmm. Um, so knowing as much about that target market is hugely important everywhere. So again, mm-hmm. these, uh, these strategies in, in the Create Time system are overlapping all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and quotes always work well in your content as well. Uh, quotes related to your individual industry or business in general. Creating short tips are useful as well. And if you can combine that with an image, so much the better. Mm-hmm. Um, because the best type of engagement you can get on Facebook, it's a share, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's better than a like. It's better than a comment. Yeah. Because that share gets you out into more news feeds. Mm-hmm. So images are the things that's going to get you more shares. Mm-hmm. But as I said, use PicMonkey and Canva, and um, sometimes, um, sometimes you, you know, you might finish work for the day and you've got your feet up, and inspiration strikes, and you feel a burst of creativity. But you don't want to fire up your computer; you just mm-hmm. pick up your your mobile phone, your cell phone, and download an amazing app called Word Swag. 
Ah. Have a play with that, and it is amazing. I think it costs about $1.99, but it's okay. awesome value. Mm-hmm. W-O-R-D-S-W-A-G, word swag. Ah. Um, and what you do with that, you select your background and enter mm-hmm. either one of their selected quotes or you choose your own quote. Mm-hmm. You choose your font and your layout and upload it to your Facebook page right there from your mobile. It's absolutely amazing. You cool. really ought to try that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really need to try that. Well, and that's so. a great tool. Say you've got salespeople who are out and about. Um, mm-hmm. you know, they can they can take a quick little uh, picture of, you know, say somebody using their tool. Or, you know, maybe it's a restaurant and, you know, with permission, they take a picture of somebody who's enjoying the special of the day, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and and so those are great little tips. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, images are are really big at the moment and Mm -hmm. and people do think that they have to be a Photoshop whiz and and goodness me, no, you can't get into that. It's too difficult. (laughs) Right, right. Um, But yeah, these tools are really good and and Mm -hmm. they're fun as well, aren't they? They're they're fun to use. It's fun to Mm -hmm. create images. Nice. But there are, you know, the next step is is tactics and tools and techniques. It's not mm-hmm. it's letter T, because there are so many social media tools out there. Um, but cast your mind back to this section on objectives. We've created our objectives, mm-hmm. but you need the tools and the techniques to achieve them. Um, now I I I use Hootsuite. I've always used Hootsuite for mm-hmm. quite a while now. And um, I found it good for scheduling and planning. And I like the fact that you can view all your social platforms on one screen and schedule mm-hmm. to the different platforms from one place. And if you create those images that we've just talked about, if you create those in batches, go over to Hootsuite to schedule them. Because right. no matter how much we love Facebook, we don't want to devote our whole life to it. Mm-hmm. So scheduling your posts is really important. You want to maintain that consistency, you need to schedule them. And you can do that inside Facebook, but with Hootsuite, mm-hmm. you could actually schedule them right there and then to Facebook and to uh, Twitter, if you wish, and, and, mm-hmm. and the other platforms as well. Right. So, um, you know, you need a plan to achieve your objectives, as we, mm-hmm. we said earlier. Um, you need the tools and techniques to achieve those objectives. So that objectives that we created about getting um, engagement you know, we might achieve that by more visual social content. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, using those tools and having a plan for posting those images consistently will help you to achieve that objective. Right. Cool. So, there are so many tools out there, though. It's easy to get sidetracked into, you know, with another shiny tool. Uh-huh. Well, and I think one of the things to remember is, you know, don't get sidetracked. If you like Hootsuite, for example, and you've been using Hootsuite, keep using Hootsuite. Um, you know, yeah. we can, we do get sidetracked easily. And, you know, and, and you also yeah. mentioned, you know, by doing the posting in something like Hootsuite, then you're not looking at Facebook and clicking through to the cute kitty pictures and the video that you really didn't need to watch. And, you know, pretty soon you've lost two yeah. hours worth of time and all you needed to do was spend, you know, five seconds there making a post. So, you know, the, that's yeah, one of the, exactly. the reasons why those scheduling tools are so important, especially for, you know, people like me who, who get sidetracked at the drop of a hat. You know, I'm not <laughs> in the platform. You know, I'm not stopping and, and looking at all of those. Now, obviously, you do need to go to the platforms on occasion, but by, by scheduling those posts, it helps you to really manage your time. It definitely does. It definitely Great. does. And I do have another tool to share with you when we come back. 
Okay, in the integration great. section. Okay. Perfect, perfect. Well, um, we are going to go ahead and take our break. And when we come back, hopefully we'll make it through the, the rest of Sue's top 10 tips. But as she mentioned, she's going to make those available on her website. So I am Deb Creer, and I'm talking with Sue Worthington all the way from Manchester in the United Kingdom. Um, and we will be back in just a moment on Mile High Radio. Thank you for being a friend Travel down a road and back again Your heart is true, you're a pal and a confidant Yep, here's your problem. You haven't been listening to MileHighRadio.com. If you're diabetic, this message could change your life. Is your blood sugar out of control even when you do all the right stuff? Are you afraid of diabetic blindness and the risk of amputation, as well as all those other side effects? Well, you should be. Is there anything that could help manage your blood sugar? Nobetes is a natural supplement that may quickly and dramatically lower your blood sugar. My name is Bob Corder. I've been using Nobetes for about three and a half to four months now. And in the first three months, I've actually lowered my blood sugars from 500s down to to 139, and then it dropped to 88 to 93. My name is Kirsten. I'm a type 1 diabetic, and while taking Nobetes, my blood sugar levels dropped from 295 to 115 in just one day. The FDA hasn't evaluated these statements, and Nobetes isn't intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. But for many, it's helped drop their blood sugar. So if you've been evaluated with high blood sugar, don't delay. Evaluate Nobetes now. Call 800-557-9317 and get two bottles free. Just cover shipping and handling. Call 800-557-9317. That's 800-557-9317. This is the worst weather we've seen in quite some time, folks, and I don't see any end in sight. People have been calling in from across the state complaining their basements are flooding. They need the waterproofing solutions from Basement Systems. If you want a dry basement or crawl space that will weather any kind of storm, you need the patented solution from Basement Systems. With a lifetime warranty, it's customized for your basement. I'm predicting this storm front's heading your way. Call 800-330-1872 for a free estimate or visit basementradiooffer.com. Great shows, great music, milehighradio.com. What are you listening to? Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true, you're a pal and a confidant. Welcome back, welcome back. I am Deb Creer and... We're having a fabulous time talking about utilizing Facebook um, for business with Sue Worthington. And I can already know for absolute positive that we have to have Sue on again because I'm looking at her website, which is getsocialforbusiness.com slash blog. And she knows so much about Google+. She knows about YouTube. She knows about all these other platforms. So, Sue, we're just going to get you booked and, and we'll have you on later again in the fall. Um, but welcome back. And, you know, we're going through the 10 steps for having a, a good Facebook marketing plan. So give us a real quick recap and then let's go on and hopefully we'll get through all of them. Okay. Thank you, Deb. Thank you for those kind words. Yes, we've done the C for create. We've done the R for research. We've done the E for evaluate your objectives. We've done A for ads. We've done T for um, what Target? have we done too far? Targeting. <laughs> Targeting. Um, I've got mixed up with what we've done. But I do know that we're up to I for integration. Cool. Now, 
by integration though i mean making sure that you have that you save time by integrating your message across various platforms but a word of caution you don't just post exactly the same thing to every social site because it might not make sense you've got to think of messages that are appropriate for each platform and, and think of your audience on these platforms if your audience is the same across multiple platforms they probably don't want to hear the same message everywhere so you've mm -hmm. got to consider that but sometimes it does make sense and when it does that the tool that i use to do that in a really simple way is iftt oh. uh, it stands for if this then that i think that oh. it might be iftttt but mm -hmm. it stands for if this then that it's a really simple interface to use you create what they call recipes and mm -hmm. if you post and you can create a recipe that tells them if you post a new post to your Facebook page, then I want you to post it for me to Twitter as well. Or if you post a new blog post on your blog, then I want you to post it to LinkedIn for me as well. Mm -hmm. um, it's really simple, easy to use tool. And they give you a lots of suggested ideas as well. Right. So I highly recommend that one. And mm -hmm. um, also in the integration section, think about all the buttons and badges and widgets you have on your blog. Put those on there because you want people to find you everywhere. So make mm -hmm. sure you've got those multiple easy ways for people to share your blog content. And, and make sure on your other social platforms that you have all your links to your other sites wherever ever possible because people really do want to find you everywhere. Put your social icons on your emails as well, on your invoices, even your business cards. So try mm -hmm. to integrate social media with every facet of your business. Because it's a way of life, isn't it now? So right, integrate right. it into your business. Well, and as um, you mentioned, make it easy for people to find you. It drives me nuts yeah. when I know somebody is on social media and I go to their website and I can't find the links. You know, it yeah. should be on every page. Now, it doesn't have to be, you know, big flashing buttons, but make it easy for people to find you. Don't just put it on the Contact Us or the About Us page. Um, you know, and, and really, it, now, I'm going to say that, if you're using social media to its full advantage, you know, if you post once a week, once a month, then hmm, you might not want to be showing people where you are. But if you're really using social media for your business, make sure that you tell people how to find you. Um, because, yes. you know, if they have to look, they're not going to find it. They're, they're going to give Correct. up and go on to something else. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. So uh, now the end for message. Now, one of the most common complaints I hear after the usual I don't have time for social media is mm -hmm. I don't know what to say on social media right um, mm -hmm. but however if you've done your research you know your products and services you know who you're speaking to you're much more likely to know what to say mm -hmm. now I think one of the big tips that I can use for finding content to share other people's mm -hmm. content use a feed reader I use Feedlet and I organize ah, that with yeah. lots, mm -hmm. lots of RSS feeds. So if you've got different categories of content in there, it makes it so easy to, to find the latest information on your chosen topic. Mm -hmm. Really simple to share them to your page from the feed reader. And you can do that once a week and schedule mm -hmm. a post for each day. Mm -hmm. um, so I highly recommend so for content, use a feed reader. Mm -hmm. Now, Finally, the final letter in the 10 steps is E for evaluation. Now, it's important to, to pull it all together. 
So if you've created those objectives, it becomes, if, if they were smart, it becomes much easier to evaluate the results. Mm-hmm. Now, so if we recap on the, on the 10 steps, you've created and you've optimized your presence on your, on your site. You've created right. a free offer mm-hmm. and you've created a landing page for that free offer. Mm-hmm. You'll have done, you, you'll have done and, and continue to do your research on your competitors and your market. Mm-hmm. You'll have created some objectives as smartly as possible. Mm-hmm. You're probably seriously thinking about starting to use ads and you know who your target market is in order to speak to and run those ads to the right people. Mm-hmm. And um, you'll be creating uh, visual social content to increase that engagement. You'll have decided what tools and techniques you're going to use to save time and to increase your productivity and your output. Mm-hmm. And then ensure that social media is integrated into your business properly. And mm-hmm. um, all these plans will also inform those Facebook ads as well. Right. And finally, when you when you when you do this research, put it all down in a document. Now, I use a very comprehensive. I I, I do social media management for um, a few companies, and mm-hmm. I use a posting schedule. I actually list every day what I'm going to post and at what times. And that makes nice. it so easy. We're mm-hmm. completely lost without my schedule. So I really would recommend um, making that schedule. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're going to be spending a lot of time doing it. Mm-hmm. And you can also build a community building schedule so you can plan out how you're going to get more fans, where ah. you're going to interact and when. So mm-hmm. put that all down in a, docu- a simple document, a simple spreadsheet, mm-hmm. and, um, and it does help you. Right. But, but kind of... You've got to think as well about the sales funnel that we talked about because mm-hmm. you created that free offer and you created your landing page for that mm-hmm. free offer. And as you well know, Deb, there are many tools out there like Page Mode or Home or there's lots of other tools that allow you to put that landing page, that opt-in page, right mm-hmm. inside a Facebook tab. So you can actually direct people to that tab on your page to mm-hmm. collect that free offer. Right. And you can also run your ads to that tab as well. Mm-hmm. So that's the first part of your sales funnel. And, and that's where you're going to get your leads. You're going to get your leads by directing them to that valuable free offer, which again should be on everywhere, on your blog, on your tab, mm-hmm. on your Facebook. So you've got, that's how you're going to get your leads and run ads mm-hmm. to that offer. Because you're much more likely... That's why it's important to have a funnel. People think they're wasting money if they're not getting an immediate return on their ads. That's not necessarily the case. Mm-hmm. The ad spend could be to collect the leads, which you subsequently sell to. So you've got to think a little bit more long term with ads as well. So it's important mm-hmm. to have that sales funnel in place. Right. Well, and one of the things that you've mentioned several times that so many people make the mistake on is they just post to their Facebook page and they don't direct people to their website. Um, you know, yes. whether it's the landing page, whether it's, you know, whatever you're posting to, because your website is where you do business. Um, you know, yes. Facebook should not be the only place that you're reaching people, especially as they change things and, and all of that. You know, I've, I, have people every week that come up to me and say, well, I'm not going to have a website because I'm only going to have a Facebook page. And then when mm-hmm. things don't work well, they're lost. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and, and so you should always be driving people back to your website. And that's where you've got those free products. You've got those videos. You've got, you know, whatever it is. And, and I don't care what business you're in. 
you can have a website, maybe it's a basic website that just has one or two pages, but get them there and then have those calls to action. You know, sign me up is the button you've got. Um, you know, call now. All of those various things, you know, because people, it, it's funny, you have to gently remind them, click here, call now, sign up, you know, all of those things. Yes. Because for some reason they don't otherwise. Um, but, you know, have those things there. So don't just get them there. Have those calls to action. Yes. I mean, your, your website is your hub of your business, isn't it? It's the yeah. central part of your business. Mm-hmm. I mean, goodness knows, Facebook isn't going to disappear, but theoretically it could do, couldn't it? All these right. social platforms could disappear, but mm-hmm. your your own property, your own website is going to be there mm-hmm. forever. So mm-hmm. that's the, the property that you should be focusing on an awful lot as part of a social media system. So many people mm-hmm. think, Social media, it does to me, it does include blogging and using that blog as part of the system. Right. Um, it, that's crucial to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's not just about you know it, collecting that information. You do have to do something with it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and 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 you know, and and I'm gonna you know, I'm I'm guilty of that. I haven't been sending out my e-newsletters, um, but you know, when you have that information then, you know, people opted in because they wanted the information from you. So then that's where it's okay to, to try and, and sell them things and, and do those various things. But, you know, you have to utilize all these tools. And, and as Sue mentioned, you really have to have the plan. You know, you have to evaluate things. You know, what works, what doesn't work. And sometimes that's the, you know, what time of day are you posting? What are you posting? Where are you posting? You know, all of those things really do tie into it. And sure, it's going to take effort. But if you have, say, salespeople going out and making sales calls, aren't you evaluating them? So, you know, you should be evaluating everything that's going through, you know, to, through that, that sales funnel process. Yeah, it's, it's all about having a plan and a system in place. It really, mm-hmm. really is. It makes it so much easier, so much easier. And, and, and as you said about email marketing, um, people do neglect that. If they are collecting emails, like you say, mm-hmm. you don't do something with them. You, you, you should. If people have held the hand up and said, I want to know more about your business by opting in for your, your information, then communicate with them. Nurture that relationship. Give them more information as mm-hmm. well as sales pitches. Don't just sell them. Give them more and more information. Build a relationship with them. They get to know you. You know, my, the core people on my list really get to know me, and, and that's what you want. You want that relationship as well. Right. You don't mm-hmm. want to be just selling your stuff all the time. You want to help people. That's at the core of what we do, helping mm-hmm. people. Well, and I noticed that, especially with the, the you know, I, I've signed up to get your e-newsletters. And, and it is, it's very personal. You know, if you're sending it out or if Daniel's sending it out, you know, you're, you're talking about things that are important to you, but it's not just, hello, buy from me. You know, you talk about so many uh, great tips and tools and techniques that then when you say, hey, we've got this product to sell, I'm, I'm kind of already geared up for it because I know you've provided me with great information. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's relationships, isn't it? We like to tell people yes. what we're doing, what we're up to, mm-hmm. you know, in our personal lives as well to a certain extent so that people connect with us more. Right. Mm-hmm. 
You know, and, and don't be afraid of putting that little personal in there, whether it's on your business pages or you know, your LinkedIn account, things like that, because we do connect with people on that personal level. So, you know, it's, it's okay. Just don't, you know, don't go overboard with that. But mm. you know, it's, it's okay to tell people, you know, maybe what sports team you're rooting for. Right now, the big thing is 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 soccer. Um, you know, whether you're a true soccer fan or not, you know, here in the United States, it's you know not quite so important. But mm. it, it has been really fun, especially when I see people rooting for you know the U.S. team and and all of those things, or talking about Brazil or you know. It's it's such a fun thing to be able to add into things yeah, like that. Yeah, it is, it is. And of course it's Wimbledon this this week as well. Oh, that's right. <laughs> which I love. Which, I love the which doesn't it mean that's raining? Because doesn't it yes. always like rain? Yes, <laughs> it, I know. It often is here in the UK, you might have heard. <laughs> it's nice, it's pleasant day today. It's not raining here. <laughs> great, great. Well, Sue, we've got just a couple more minutes. So, you know, in that time... Tell people, you know, let's let's really quickly run through the 10 steps, you know, and, and let's see how fast we can do it. Can we do it in two minutes? Um, yes, let's try. Okay, okay, <laughs> go for it. Okay, so the 10 steps, create your system, sorry, create your presence on the social sites. Mm-hmm. Then do some research, research your competitors, know where they are and what they're doing. After that, evaluate your objectives. Create some smart objectives that you can measure. Mm-hmm. Um, then think about ads. Go and look at how to learn how to do a simple promoted page post ad. Mm-hmm. Think about your target market. T is next for target market. Know who you're speaking to. Your message will be much clearer if you know who you're speaking to. Mm-hmm. E for engagement. Start to try to create some visual social content to engage mm-hmm. better. Uh, next is, where are we? Next is T. Tactics, tools and techniques. Think about the tactics and tools you're going to use to achieve those objectives that you thought about earlier. Integrate social media into your other marketing messages. Mm-hmm. Uh, message, know what you're going to say. Use tools like Feedly to get latest content on your subject and share that with people. Share other people's messages. And be clear about your own message because you've done your research. Mm-hmm. Finally, evaluate it all, pull it all together, put all that research together into a simple spreadsheet, a simple plan that you can follow so you know exactly what you're going to post okay. and when you're going to post it. And if you do that, you're a lot better placed to be successful with Facebook. Perfect, perfect. So, Sue, thank you so much for calling us all the way from the United Kingdom today. Um, as it's I been mentioned, an I will definitely pleasure. I know Sorry, it's yeah. been so much it's, fun, you know, and, and we will definitely have you on again because I want to talk about Google Plus. Um, you know, oh, we, we don't focus on that a lot, and we really need to do that. So, we'll get you scheduled. So, everyone, yeah. thank you so much. Again, thank you, Sue, and to everyone, have yeah. a fabulous week, and we will talk with you next week. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Nothing says I love you more than milehighradio.com. Though you've gone away this morning, you
MileHighRadio.com, just what the doctor ordered. Fisher, and this is Rescue Health Radio, and uh, I feel like I've been away for a while. Um, we've had a couple shows, a studio move, Haas going on this amazing experience that I'm hoping he discusses with us, and things going on. And I hope right now there's a lot of happy dads out there, because yesterday was Father's Day. So, happy Father's Day to all of those daddies fathers, people that take the role of daddy or father, anybody. So hope it was a wonderful day. Are you here, Haas? I think I'm here. Can you hear me? I can kind of hear you. It sounds like a little, yeah, I guess I can hear All you. All right, we'll try, try a little again. This yeah. is the first time I've actually been on the air since we've moved. Oh, wow. So I don't have my mic set. Oh, hold on, I'm going to do something. I actually time. hear you really well, but. I may get real loud now because <laughs> I'm just trying to uh, make the adjustments. I've adjusted everybody else's. But I haven't adjusted mine. Yeah, so. well, that sounds perfect. Um, well, happy cool. Father's Day, by the way. Hey, and thanks. Did you have a good Father's Day? I had a great Father's Day. I really did. My uh, my son called me and took me out uh, for a nice meal at, I um, can't remember that place, but you know that place. <laughs> yeah, I knew what you had there. <laughs> <laughs> I had the bombshell. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually going to try something else, but um, he ordered for me. Oh, so. of course. Kind of like you ordered for me when we went yeah, there. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty, it's good pretty stuff, awesome. Though. Yeah, it was great stuff. Well, so. good. I'm so glad you had a wonderful Father's Day. Yeah, it was a nice. It was a nice day. Mm. Always nice spending, spending time with with your kid. Beautiful day, and I was happy yeah. to go. And the kids made their dad some really, really cool presents and cool a big old photo album. It was it was nice to do that, and it was exciting. So, anyway, um, yeah. I want to share. I wanted to ask you, Haas about the experience that you just went through um, with Rolling Thunder and that. Uh, just talk about it a little bit, because I think it's really cool, and most people probably have never heard of it. Well, you're probably right, but um, it, it started a couple years ago when I had a show host back in Washington, D.C., and he called me up, and he's This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.